0: this is Keith, and welcome to Klezmer Podcast 73 for Thursday, February 3rd, 2011. The website is klezmerpodcast.com, and you can email me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. On this episode of the podcast, I have a wonderful violinist, Jake Schulman-Ment, from New York. Uh, At the time I recorded this interview, he was living in Paris and he has a new album, that's about a year old now, called A Wheel, or in Yiddish, A Redala. This is his first album as a band leader, and he's put together a terrific band with some really wonderful musicians on here, most of whom I've heard on many other occasions, and they come together and blend so nicely with uh, Jake on this album. We're going to get to hear a song from the album a little bit later in the podcast, but right now we'll get to my interview with Jake Shulman Mint. This was recorded back on October 28th, 2009. Hi, this is Keith, and welcome to Klezmer Podcast. Very pleased to have with me uh, today or this evening, as the case may be. Uh, Jake Shulman-Ment, wonderful violinist. Uh, hello, Jake. Welcome to Klezmer Podcast.
1: Hello. Thanks for having me, Keith.
0: Terrific. Um, you're in Paris now, uh, based from New York, and wonderful violin player. Um, why don't you tell me a little bit about your background with uh, the violin and how you got started playing uh, Klezmer, and then we'll get more into what you're doing today.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I went... Um I I went to a uh, a workman's circle, Yiddish Shola, actually, from the time that I was four. My parents, I think, kind of, um, uh, I, I kind of come from a, a, a sort of socialist, um, secular, uh, Jewish family. Um, and I think my parents wanted to give me a Jewish education that, Sort of was an alternative to the normal, to the regular American, sort of Zionist Hebrew education um, that wasn't as religious and wasn't as forcibly Zionist. And um, so I think that's where that that decision came from to send me to a workman's circle Shula So I've been singing Yiddish songs all my life and are surrounded by Yiddish culture. Um, and then it was actually for my bar mitzvah that I started uh, really getting into klezmer music, and um, and it, it, my bar mitzvah project was actually a research project on klezmer, and it's sort of um, I sort of discovered this really important connection between my love for music and my sort of Jewish heritage, which I hadn't quite kind of. I I hadn't quite figured it out yet. It was sort of always a slog to to get every week to Yirshula and You know, it was it was sort of, but it was at the end. It was sort of this culmination of um, realizing how important it is to me, sort of through music, and um, and I started studying with Alicia Spiegel's. Um, from the Cosmetics and so I studied with her really intensively basically copied her playing and then ever since I've been trying to sort of you know use her inspiration to uh, break away from that also and create my own style so I don't know hopefully I've been able to do that finally (laughs) but it was uh, like yeah you know there was a time during, when I was a teenager, where I kind of sounded exactly like her. It, was, it would kind of scare her at Kles Camp, kind of turning a corner. And <laughs> it was like uh, hearing another Alicia around. Um, so, yeah, so ever since that, I've been kind of... Uh, she, she provided this base of inspiration, and it's always been sort of um, trying to search for my own sound after that. Um so that's kind of how i got into it and then after that i've been i've been traveling a lot i've uh, spent time living in hungary in, in budapest then traveling a lot in romania and so hungarian music sort of got incorporated into my sound and um, learned a lot from bob cohen also from naya Kapelia, and um and so Yes, various different influences kind of coming together, I guess. Wow,
0: well, yeah, definitely. Um, and so the, a blend of all those styles uh, comes up with, with your own sound, which, which I think is, is really good, because you, you seem to have a, a way of taking the, the real old traditional folk style Um, and then blending it with a little bit more modern, uh, influence as well. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. I think, um, I mean, when I, when I compose music, it kind of always ends up coming out being sort of an amalgamation of, uh, you know, of klezmer or Yiddish music, uh, even cantorial music stuff that, that I've been listening to for years. Um, that's in my ears, pretty well implanted in my ears and um along with everything else that I've heard, I mean, I, you know, uh, the past years I've been getting really into all, kind, all kinds of gypsy music and I play in, in another band, Romashka, that's been um kind of in the New York gypsy punk scene, so whatever that may mean. Yeah, and um, so that's that's influenced my 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 sound too, and um, and uh, and all the traveling I've done, listening to different players, kind of playing for uh, playing for Hungarian dancing, you know, play, playing for sort of Hungarian tanzas stuff, um, also, and and classical music. I mean, I, I love, love, love Bach and um, spend a lot of time playing partitas. And so, yeah, so, and and, and being from New York, obviously the sort of downtown sound is, is around also. And I'm not a jazz musician, but it's uh, sort of, you know, to sort of be a working musician in New York that's not in a classical vein you need to be able to improvise so it's, that's been really important too so all of those uh, you know, all of those different influences I, I guess I see it, all of those different influences with a base of like uh, of this um, Yiddish kite
0: So, alright, tell me about uh, the album's called uh, uh, a Allah, uh, A Wheel and um, how'd you come up with the idea for this, it looks like um, you've uh, composed uh, some of the tunes on here, and I, I imagine all the rest of them you've you've done the arrangements for.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, except there's one, I think, one of them that Benji Fox Rosen did the arrangement for. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, this CD was is kind of um, it's not. It's by far and not definitely not the first CD that I've recorded but it's the first CD that I've sort of released as a leader um, the first klezmer CD that I've done and it's kind of been in the making for years sort of uh, you know been writing tunes here and there and doing you know going to going to villages in Romania. Um, searching for music and and sort of been it's been sort of a project to kind of f- figure out how to make a program out of you know a kind of cohesive program out of all of these different um influences and different sort of uh, experiences that have been going through um so I don't know. I mean, I, I I think it's relatively cohesive. I'm not sure the the, um, but at at the very least, it's varied. <laughs> you know, this, this CD. That's for sure. Um. Uh. And you know. Uh, yeah. I mean, but it, and it's also it's also sort of my dream band in terms of, um people to play with. I mean, they're all kind of uh, individually really close friends and people I've been playing with for years. So um, it was sort of, it was it was also sort of, uh, you know, the exact sound that I wanted. And also, in a way, the exact, um, the exact kind of people I wanted to be to be working on this project with meaning like close friends so
0: well that that's great because i like these are like all my favorite people too <laughs> yeah, yeah. <right. laughs> so well let's just talk about that for a second because you've got uh benji fox rosen on on bass and, and he does a couple of vocals and uh, right. i've gotten to know benji the last couple of years at Klez at canada and i i recruit him to play with my group every time so he he's always very gracious and, and uh, always sits in with me when I ask him to, so he's great. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, ben Holmes on Trumpet, I don't know yeah. him, but I hear him on a lot of stuff, and he seems to be around a lot, and I really like listening to his stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, it's fantastic. Pete Rushefsky, you know, goes without saying, I've known him for a long time. And right. you got Alexander Federuk. Now, I I saw him last year playing uh, with Harmonia with Steve Greenman, um, they were right. out in L.A. and and gosh, you know he's incredible.
1: He is a really amazing player. Yeah,
0: it, it it's amazing to just to watch him. Um, and Art Bailey, I, I've heard him for a while too. I don't know him either, but but I've been enjoying listening to him for a long time. Right. So, I mean, you got the you know great group of musicians on this thing. Now, yeah, uh, yeah. The the question I have for you is: How did you come up with with um not having a clarinet. Now, most of these types of things that I, you know, I kind of refer to as fiddle mit symbol sort of um bands always seems right. to have a clarinet uh and maybe a trumpet also, but at least a clarinet. And you know, being a trumpet player, I'm really mm-hmm. intrigued with this idea of um violin with trumpet as the main uh, fried instruments so uh, did you, did you yeah. come up with that intentionally or is just because you knew Ben or couldn't find a clarinet player or what was the deal <laughs>
1: um I yeah I didn't do that intentionally because um, I find that I mean it, it, that's a hard question to answer I, I guess I mean I mean like Michael Winograd is also a really close friend who I've known for a long time so um, it would have I mean, it would have been easy to, to have him on it too. Um, uh, but I, I think the nice thing about the trumpet, I mean, this, this is my band, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of being a fiddle player. I find that we have to be a little more, um, we have to take a little more initiative about, um, you know, in terms of being overpowered, um,
0: right? Because I, you know, I, I ran into that a lot. That you know, the trumpet is somewhat of a more overpowering instrument, especially uh, yeah. you know, against a string instrument. Right. But this right, one, is, sure. it, it just blends really nicely.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it also has to do with the mix, but you know, the mixing. But but even when we play live, Ben is really incredible at at sort of. Um, managing his his volume and his and his tone to sort of blend into an ensemble um and i just i i mean i i think actually yeah i mean what i wanted was basically a string band um with the trumpet in there because i i I just love the trumpet i mean it's like if i didn't play the the violin i would play the trumpet i think it's um it's yeah i mean i think it's something it's so close to it's it, it got in a way has this raw um singing sound that even clarinet doesn't quite have um and it also i mean also it's a lot of the a lot of the tunes I was I'm, that are on the album have have very strong Romanian influences, and that's a really actually um, it's a pretty common thing to hear is violin mixed with like fiddles mixed with trumpet in like uh, Moldavian sort of lautar orchestras. You'll hear it. it's yeah you'll hear that
0: right because some of the gypsy you know it is like. Uh, violin, trumpet, accordion type, right?
1: Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's clarinet on that on some of that stuff too, but I would say more, more trumpet, and you know, with with like the the fiddler sort of being the leader. So, I guess it's sort of you know sort of after after that model.
0: uh, uh yeah. So I I really like it. It, it the. The material is is great, and you know the way you've you know blended everybody together is really great. And that that mm. first one, the the Doña uh, Wedding Death March, <laughs> is um, I'm not really sure what that means, but but it's it, it's uh, you know it's it's, it's, it's it's probably one of my favorite ones on the on the album, along with um, the waltz, which I think looks like you you composed that one. Yeah, and um, those are really great uh, tunes. And I saw that the little uh, video sample that that you put up there um, from the Elder Street Synagogue has that uh, wedding death march on it. Want to talk a little bit about about that particular number and and about you know whatever the video was that that you were doing?
1: Yeah, well, that was I mean the, the, that sort of Doina. Actually, I don't know. It's really not a doina, but I, I sort of didn't know what else to call it, so I called it a doina. But um, so, it was sort of it's a, a Jewish cadenza, maybe. Right, something. <laughs> it's like it's it, basically my my goal for that was I'm gonna write chazonus um, for violin. So that was sort of it was, it was sort of a like. Um, right now that like, makes sense. Uh, that that that's
0: a good action. term for it.
1: Right, so sort of an instrumental uh, cantorial piece, in a way. Um, and then the march was, some, I mean, it, it just, I don't know, it needed something after it, so I wrote this sort of march thing, and I think it was in the studio, the guys started calling it the Deaf March, because it was... It was sort of sort of heavy, and I don't know. So, so I I don't know. I went with it, but I, that's not supposed to mean anything particularly. Um,
0: okay, because we don't normally associate weddings with death, but but uh, you know, we'll, we'll just go with it.
1: Maybe that's because you're not born in Eastern Europe. <laughs> it's like I don't know. There's, it's not a I don't know. In in Hungary, certain parts of Hungary, the bride wears black. So, it's like, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely something, uh, something about, you know, wedding as like losing your, you know, you know, your, your, your youth is, is dying with you. Anyway, but I don't know, that's kind of whatever. Um, but, <laughs> uh, but, um, what was I? Oh, I don't know. Maybe
0: talk about the waltz one a little bit because that has like uh, some different sections to it.
1: Right, the waltz. Um, it's just a waltz that I wrote and then sort of kind of went with. Um, you know, this this sort of groove thing came kind of came into my head and I went with that and then worked uh, sort of worked with this totally these two like totally different thing this like fairly traditional sounding waltz and then this like this uh weird groovy thing and um and then at the end i sort of rewrote the groove to accompany the melody um i don't know it's a it's sort of a a free improv it's like a structured waltz with sort of free improv in the middle and then com- kind of comes back incorporating both of them um, into this little finish. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, that I guess I see as my sort of, <laughs> my tribute to, uh, to sort of New York, the New York improv sound. I don't know you know I it's uh, like I'm not really sure how to classify that what it is exactly it's not jazz it's not you know I don't know
0: it, it's the Jake Schulman meant uh, genre it's your, your own genre
1: I don't know I guess, I guess, I
0: guess. well it is because it, it's it's not really like any anything else really um, but it it's uh, you know definitely got your own signature on it so, and, you know, that's what makes it really cool, I think.
1: Yeah, thanks. Yeah, a lot of people have res- have commented on that tune, actually, it's, which is interesting.
0: So, and I, I guess, I, are you um, outperforming this material um, in your shows and, and things like that, or are you putting bands together and touring around?
1: Or Yeah, or- um, I mean, yeah, I've, I've been... Um I don't know this this year is a, is a little um is a little funny cuz I'm in I'm sort of based in Paris for this year um but not uh quite for a long time I'm I'm uh I'm sort of in transition trying to figure out where I'm going to be um but definitely but still like uh, kind of have my roots in New York and um, it
0: does seem like there's a big uh klezmer scene there in paris uh
1: yeah yeah there's there's stuff going on um the, i mean the level I, I still have more to more people to meet and more sort of more things to discover here um but i'd say that you know it's yeah it's not the same kind of thing as new york for sure um there's less, less of an audience. It's it's just Klezmer is less known. I mean, it's definitely not for sure that people will know what you're talking about. If you say Klezmer, which at this point, basically in New York, people know what that is. Um, and,
0: uh, but is so, is, is there, is there much of a, uh, maybe a gypsy or, or a Balkan
1: scene there? there are definitely that there is there's a bunch, there are a lot of Romanian musicians around and um so yeah so that's definitely something I could get into um but I'm kind of also using Paris as a base to tour around with different people in Europe and um but uh but I think I'm with the red thing you know kind of I'm uh I'm definitely looking for stuff to book in New York in uh, in America and Canada. So um I think I'm gonna be gonna do a couple of concerts with the Redle in the at the Ashkenaz Festival this summer and um hopefully some stuff around there. So National Yiddish Book Center for sure will it will happen at some point and um, yeah, so we'll see. I'd sure like to have you come to Los Angeles. I would love to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, have to find a place to do it. Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'd, yeah, I'd love to tour this band for sure. Um, just have to kind of work on a way to make that happen, and so. Yeah, but in any case, I mean, this CD was just sort of something that I needed to get out. Um, and so, and we'll see, you know, after that, we'll see what happens with it, but, yeah.
0: Great. Uh, anything else you want to mention that I haven't asked you about?
1: Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. I don't know. You know, the rest is said in the music. I guess I don't know.
0: Okay, so um, let's see. Do you have any uh, touring uh, definite dates for anything you want to mention, or mention about uh, how people can reach you or or buy your CD?
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, my CD's on CD Baby and on my uh, on iTunes um so you can search for a on uh, either of those It should come up um and yeah and I have a myspace page also which you can check out yeah what's the uh it is myspace.com slash meant one word and um yeah it's and find it
0: great and I'll put a link uh, for that up on the website as well yeah yeah great terrific okay well thanks very much uh, for visiting with me Jake I'm, I'm oh, yeah. glad we uh, found the time to actually uh, get together here <laughs> yes
1: finally <laughs> right
0: uh, wish you uh, a lot of luck with, uh, with the CD and with your uh year over there in Europe it sounds really exciting yeah thanks and uh, look forward to seeing you back uh back in north america when you come back
1: yeah yeah for sure
0: great so okay well thanks for uh for being on the podcast and and we'll be in touch yeah thanks
1: a lot all right thanks keith This is Eve Sikuler, the drummer and band leader from Metropolitan Klesmer and Isle of Klesbos, and you are listening to klezmerpodcast.com.
0: All right, I'm back. That was my interview with Jake Schulman Mint. And I want to thank Jake for appearing on the podcast and for providing the song for us to listen to. That track was Cher de la Oiso. From the album A Wheel or A Red Le in Yiddish. Remember, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or if you have a band that would like to appear on the podcast or have your music played, please send an email to Keith at com. Again, the website is klezmerpodcast.com. And also be sure to look for Klezmer Podcast on Facebook, Myspace, Last.fm, Skype, and now Twitter at username Klesmer And as a reminder, the music heard on Klezmer Podcast is for promotional purposes only and is used with permission. So that's about it for Klezmer Podcast 73. Thanks for listening. Please stay subscribed. Tell your friends. And until next time, bye for now.